0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Purpose Driven Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Timmy Bauer, and my guest today is Roger Burnley. He is an empowerment life coach and the creator of Empowerment Made Simple. Roger, welcome to the show.
1: Great, Timmy. Thank you so much. Glad to be here.
0: I'm excited to talk to you, Roger. So this show... Uh, every episode, I essentially ask the same question uh, to start off with. And it's a deep question. Mm-hmm. When you die, and I don't mm-hmm. know if you think about your death very much, mm-hmm. how do you hope that you will be remembered?
1: When you first contacted me and I saw what you were talking about, I said, I am I have to talk about this. I am the perfect person to do it because I do think about my legacy. What I'm doing now is creating that. And um, I want people to know when I leave this earth, that they have the ability to become empowered people and do whatever they want in their lives. That's what I want them to know. And my example is going to help them become, know that and experience it. And so, um, and there's reasons for that because my life was so challenging and difficult and I overcame so much, so many things. And I know that every person is born with this purpose, with this intent, with something they're supposed to offer the world. And it comes through their life experiences, except most times we can't figure that out. I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. And so because it took me a while to figure out, wait a minute, all this stuff that I'm going through has value and purpose And if I figure it out and then give it back to other people. So now what I've made up my mission is to really help other people know that that is what they're here to do. Yeah. Care so what they're going through.
0: Mm-hmm. Why why does that matter to you so much that you want that to be what ultimately
1: when someone thinks of you that's what they remember? Because I care about people so much. I'm this empath. I'm this incredibly empathic person and a lot of times that gave got me into trouble because <laughs> I would just give away so much cuz I love people. But I can't stand people. I Okay, let me put it in this words. I sure. so, I went through so many difficult times in my life. So many that people can't even imagine what those were like. But I know how I felt not understanding this journey or why I was going through them. I never want anybody else to experience that alone. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. So So you said
0: your life was incredibly challenging. So take me back in time uh, to a time in your life that was incredibly challenging and tell me about it. Okay, um,
1: I have so many to tell me. Let's just go to one, which is probably the most traumatic, I think. I had reached a level of success in my life, and I was, I was coaching. I, was doing, I, was, I started out coaching vocals. That's what I was known for, and I worked with a lot of celebrities. I had um, got a lot of notoriety um, from doing that, and I was terrified of doing it when I first began, but I got to this place where I really became very good at what I was doing. And then I lost it all. And in 1994, that's how, that's when this all started, I came down with some mysterious illness that I couldn't figure out what the hell it was. No one else couldn't, the doctors couldn't either, except I ended up in the hospital, which I spent um, the better part of more, most of a month um, in the hospital, them trying to figure out why I had an infection on my foot, why it wouldn't go away, why it wouldn't heal. And, um, and then miraculously, it, 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 they had to do some other things, but it caused me to lose uh, most of my left foot. That's what it wow. was. I had to lose. Mo- I, and then I had to learn how to walk again. I had to rebuild my life. I lost my home. I lost my business. I lost everything that I knew existed. I became, I mean, I'll just give you the, the, the bullet points. And so I became, through this whole process, it took years to kind of come back together. I also became a drug addict because I, was, I had to take opioids just to get through because I was in so much yeah. pain. Yeah. And so I had to go through all of this recovery, let, go, get over the, the drugs, get, move through all of this and rebuild my life. And most of it, I felt very alone in doing that and understanding what was even happening. So, but now um, I do understand it. And I know that I was meant to help other people become who they're supposed to be because I was resisting it.
0: It's not common for somebody to go through everything that you've gone through, become addicted to drugs, and then some time later have the success that you've had. Um, And particularly like the biggest success just being that you overcame that. Um, What was the turning point? What 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 switched it for you? What was there a rock bottom moment where you decided you
1: were going to change your life or what happened? It was ongoing. And this is the thing that I want people to understand. I created a program, for instance, that that ha- tell people, don't think that you're going to instantly change your life overnight. I did so many of those things over time and they never worked for me. And so hmm. I said, wait a minute, let me do something methodical where I can kind of figure out why I'm going through these things. I'm, getting, I'm going to figure out these questions that I've had my entire life. And, and so, and doing that, it was a progression. I can look back to everything that I studied, for instance, back in um, the 19, I don't know, about 1980 or something like that. I was introduced to this weird stuff, weird things that I thought, I, I just, it makes no sense. It was called this spirituality. These, these um, I was introduced to something called uh, the Seth material, which was channeled material, which told which was someone sitting down Hearing information and translating it and putting it into a book, I said that makes no sense to me. Except when I read the book, it started to make sense to me, and the information started to make sense. So I said, okay, maybe there's more to this life that some of us haven't uncovered or figured out or discovered yet. That maybe that's going on, but I didn't understand it then, and I put it away, and then I just went living my life. I was I, my life was revolving around what could I have, how much money could I make who would see me, the prestige, all the physical stuff. And -hmm. that started when it was all taken away, when it all left, I had to like, okay, let me reframe this all. Let me look at this in a different way. So I studied everything. I went to therapists. I went to, um, uh, I, I started meditating. I would do every modality possible to try to figure out why I was going through this. But because of that, I came up with a whole bunch of stuff that helped me that I know will help everyone else.
0: Yeah. That, so let's dig into your, um, your mm-hmm. program. So it's called empowerment made simple. Uh, mm-hmm. You said it used to be called overcoming everything. Uh, right. So I'm curious what the, what the change was, okay. why the change was made.
1: When years ago, about seven, eight years ago, when I first said, okay, I've got to really put this out there. Cause I know this is going to help a lot of people. And I said, I'm going to call it overcoming everything, a self guide <sighs> to empowerment. And people looked at me and they said, don't do that because nobody will believe it. People <laughs> don't think they can overcome everything. I said, but I did it. So yeah. why shouldn't I say that? They said, well, it won't sell. Nobody will believe it. I said, okay, fine. So I'm I'll come up with this different name. I mean, I have I own the URL. I bought the URL. That's how serious I was. I started yeah. doing branding the whole bit. And so I then I, I typed know. that URL in. It still goes somewhere. I, exactly. <laughs> And so I said, okay, let me, let me put it into terms that would make sense for people. So I call it empowerment made simple, and, and which is kind of a misnomer because becoming empowered is not always simple, but it, you can do it if you know how to do it. And so I said, this is, my, this is my mission. This will be my legacy, was to leave ways, methods, processes for people to move through, uncover who they are and become empowered people. That's all. When you say empowerment, what -hmm. do you mean? It means that you have the ability, the courage, the confidence to do whatever the hell you want in your life.
0: Mm. That's it. What what could a snapshot, I'd love to hear kind of a snapshot of your uh, program on this podcast. Mm -hmm. So there's, uh, I'm assuming um, you have a step-by-step guide or something like that. It's yeah, week so
1: week, actually. H-
0: how much about it? Can you tell me
1: I can tell you a lot. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I start with the first part. They're all processes. I have videos, exercises, um, questions and all of that. And I want people to understand it's a self guide. I'm not going to be the person that needs to be there with you to help you achieve this. All you have to do is do the work. And when we become dependent on everything outside of ourselves, we stay dependent on everything outside and so i want people to develop the ability to know that no matter what's going on in their lives they have a source a place to come to figure out the answers and come to that awareness so i start off with and i love this when they come into the program the first process they have is answering a question in essay form called who am i yeah and so people look at that and they go okay and they 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 start And just the other day, yesterday, we were doing one of our group chats uh, talking about this. And uh, one of the members in our program said, "You know, when I first answered that question, when I began the program, it was one thing, but I found that now I'm answering it and it's different, which is exactly what I tell people. You will answer this question, who am I in this way right now, but I tell you it will change because we are born limited. We, we are living limited lives all the time. So there's more for us to open to and feel that we could do become capable of achieving or whatever that is. So then when I ask that question of myself a year later, my answer is going to be a lot different Yeah, because I've opened up to more of who I am. That's the entire point of it. Is
0: this a question that you'll ask yourself often and give different answers when you, when you answer it?
1: Still. I yeah. do it to this day. I'm
0: thinking about it right now. Like if I were to ask myself, "Who I? Who am I?" Mm-hmm. It's a hard. Why is that a hard question to answer?
1: <laughs> that's what. That's the first thing that I want. people. I thank you, Timmy, because that's the first pe- thing I want people to feel. Oh wow! I can't do that. And I say to them, it's because you have cut yourself off from who you are. You have cut yourself off from some part of you. And and most times people aren't willing to even acknowledge that. And so when I'm working with people and then uh, um, I will ask them that and I can feel um, that they're not answering it because they're afraid to say that dream that they had when they were a kid that they've kind of put away forever and think they can't do it. I say, no, please say that you were never given a dream, an idea, a vision of what you might want to be in this life if you weren't supposed to pursue it. Where do you get the faith? So you say that with such conviction. Where Mm -hmm. does that faith come from? From experience, from living it out. I mean, I tell you, I uh, just in. I'll give you the perfect, the, this program is probably the perfect example of that. Because I, as I said, I started six years ago, like trying to, starting to put it together. And then I went through, I said, well, maybe I'm not quite ready yet. Maybe I don't have all the skills. And so I would shoot the videos, I would do it. And then I would think maybe it needs to be more. So then I would shoot the entire program <laughs> year after year. I did that year after year. And then I'd look at the footage and I go, wait a minute, the information is the same. Who's doubting what? I'm the one who was doubting it. I was the one who was doubting. So then I, but then I'm also the person who I need to have social proof. I need to have proof of this, that this stuff works. I know that I have the results because it's worked for me, but I need to know from other people, even though I know we kind of all operate the same. I just want to know that. And I brought people in to start testing out the things. And then, I started seeing the result and I'm going, wow, this really does make sense. But I can also see how I held back thinking that I was not ready, it wasn't right and all of that. And every one of my clients, most of my clients are doing exactly the same thing. They think I can't do this thing that's next in front of me. And then I, um, I talk about this a little bit in the program because we have this thing in, those, in our society today, the imposter syndrome, which became yeah. very pop- popular. I said, it does not exist. I, 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 It doesn't exist. I held on to that idea and I used it as an excuse. This is why I can't get anything done because I suffer from the imposter syndrome. Well, yeah, I can keep suffering from that until I decide to prove that it's not real. And the way that I prove that it's not real is I do the thing that's in front of me that I think that I might be an imposter for. You know, that's yep. it.
0: Yep. I agree wholeheartedly as somebody that has, you know, this is interesting because I've never said it this way, but I would say, and God help me if I'm wrong, (laughs) I believe that I have recovered from imposter syndrome. Um, So I was a strong, I I felt imposter syndrome all the time, but Mm -hmm. I I can honestly say today I do not feel, I'm a kid's book author. That's my, that's my main thing. Um, I can honestly say, I do not feel like an imposter today. Because you Um, did it. Yeah, and I don't need, I don't need, I, I have, I, I don't know if it's, I have all the external validation that I, that I need, or that I've decided I don't need the external validation that oh, I thought no, I needed.
1: This is different. Let me do my intuitive thing right here, because, <laughs> because that's the other part of my title, intuitive empowerment life coach. And I can talk about that too, but no, what you have come to, you have this great awareness that you know you don't have the imposter syndrome, but you know that there's still something that's going to be there that's always going to cause you to doubt, but that keeps you going. It doesn't yeah. stop you anymore. Yeah, It's different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, well, my for fun question for you, Roger, is related to the fact that I'm a kid. So as a kid's book author, I and we've, we're talking about legacy, I believe that you can't leave a legacy unless you reach the hearts of kids. So my mm-hmm. for fun question for you is what's a topic or idea you would make a kid's book about if you could?
1: That you can do anything in life that you want to do.
0: And That's how? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How is that different, though, from the mess? Because here's the thing. We get that message as kids. We don't get that message as adults. As adults, we are told, get in your lane. This Mm -hmm. is, you know, you cannot do anything that you want to (laughs) do.
1: You only hear that when you're a kid. No, but you're, Timmy, you're already doing something great. Because you're, I'm sure, and I've not read them, but I know you. (laughs) I can tell that what your books are doing is instilling in in, in a subtle way. You're instilling that idea in the people that are reading your books. Yeah, for sure. And so when it becomes reinforced, even when they're talked out of it, because this is what happens to us, we do get talked out of it. As we grow up, then we start being told, no, you should do this. You should do that. Your father did this. So why aren't you doing that? You know, that goes on all the time. However, if you started at a very young age instilling the idea that, no, you can do what you want, and there is a guidance that's within you that will tell you what that is, and let's just follow it and see what's going on.
0: Yeah, how do you think that manifests throughout someone's life? That guidance of what they
1: what they truly want to do. Um, it it's varies so much, um, and I I will find that depending on, and this is why I tell everybody, their path is going to be very individual. Some people have spent so much time convincing themselves how worthless they are, and that may not have come just from them. We carry all of these characteristics and and, and limitations from our families, our ancestors, our places of origin, our countries, whatever. We have lots of factors coming into us that form who we are. Some of us were. Grew up in families where our parents said, no, you can't do anything at all. And that's how we lived out. And we started to believe that. So it just depends. Everybody is, is different. So I take them on a journey of discovering what their particular path was. One thing to show you, um, I reinterpret everything in a person's life. Okay. And one, of the, one of the exercises that I have in there is called how to have a happy childhood. And people huh. look at me and go, no, I can't do that. I go, yes, you can because you had one, you just don't understand it. And I don't Hmm. care if you tell me that you had abuse, that you had all of these horrible things that happened to you. There is still a way for you to reinterpret that to have a happy childhood, because now you're going to find, oh, wait a minute. I went through this. I survived it. Now I've become this person because of it. And so maybe that was an okay thing. Now let's see what I'm going to do with it. How can I give that to someone else? How can I offer that to the world? How can I use that yeah. within myself?
0: That is the unlock. Yep. Yeah. When you can figure out, when, when you make that, yeah, this is coming from somebody that is still trying to make that a reality in my own head. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roger, this has been a really fun uh, podcast episode. I've enjoyed getting to know you. Thank you so right. much for being on. How can listeners connect
1: with you? Uh, they can connect with me by going to the Burnley Method.
0: Thank you so much for being on. Great. Thank you,
1: Timmy. This was wonderful.